0: My name is Monica Gleiberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're at the Toronto International Film Festival, covering the premiere of Raymond and Ray, which is a movie about half-brothers, Raymond and Ray, who attempt to live in the shadow of a terrible father. When they reunite at his funeral, the two of them use it as a chance to reinvent themselves. So up first is Ethan Hawke to talk about his character and what fans can expect watching the film.
1: I met Ewan McGregor before I'd seen him act. He was really good pals with uh, Jude Law. And we used to hang out around back then in the early 90s. And then so I've been clocking his career for 25 years. I can't believe it's taken this long for us to work together. But it was worth the wait because we both have, you know, we we both have great roles. This is an old school movie is why I wanted to be an actor. You know, I mean, we're living in a time right now. It's so hard to get attention. The more explosions, the better, the more drama the better and most of our lives are filled with very um the drama is so much subtler the real life drama and I like movies that celebrate real life you know our real life is actually pretty exciting you know a lot of people have broken relationships with their parents a lot of us are struggling with how to deal with death how to deal with living um and make sense out of it all and in a very funny way Rodrigo just addresses some of the most serious issues and he just throws a ton of wit and a ton of love at it. And that's what actors want to do. It's something that's unpretentious, but serious. You know, it's clearly shot from somebody's heart. You know, he's not trying to please an audience, necessarily. He's trying to express himself.
2: And those, those are the movies that, for me, last.
0: Now here's Ewan McGregor talking about Raymond and Ray.
2: I loved working with Ethan Knox so much. I feel like we've been waiting to work with each other for, you know, 30 years. And I felt like there's something... Some sort of kindred spiritness between us in terms of our work and our careers and the people, the kind of movies we've made, the people we've worked with. So I felt like it was, it was, we were going to work together. It's just taken a very long time for that to happen, you know. The film starts with a, with the two brothers meeting after some time, where you get a sense they haven't seen each other for a while, with the news that their father is dead, has passed away, and they're going to go uh, to bury their father. That's the basis, pr- basic premise of the movie. It deals with really painful issues with children who are not looked after properly by their father in this case, who've been damaged by him. But at the same time there's a lot of humor in the film. It's very that you know, some of that pain is dealt with in a sort of slightly humorous way or, or humor comes out of the pain of the situation. Still to explain or to categorize.
0: Up next is Maxim Swinton.
3: I think in my life because this red carpet is so huge, like tens and tens of thousands of people come here like over a duration of five days. And it's just so insane to see that a movie that I worked on is being being shown in that humongous theater that's so beautiful. Simon is like a rambunctious kid like likes Simon on gravestones and playing on his mom's phone. When he meets his brothers, it's kind of like a clash. of like, oh, it's this little kid. I can't believe her are brothers with him. But then they really get to know each other over the course of the movie. And they become true family. Ethan and Ewan, they they're like the grandmasters in acting. So there's so much to learn from them. You know, like Ewan, he only, he pretty much only brings coffee and a phone to set. And it's just crazy that he can pre <laughs> incredible work, who's just copy of a phone. And Ethan, what I learned from him, is that you should always go for what you think, and if it gets turned down, then you should just accept it.
0: Here to talk about the amazing music in the film is the composer, Jeff Beal.
1: I started my life as a jazz trumpet player, and as people will soon find out, Ethan's character in the film plays trumpets. So, even before we started shooting, I got to create this piece that he plays at his father's grave, which is this sort of impromptu Requiem that, that Ray plays for his dad. And so it was really fun to create. It was even more fun to see Ethan do it on set. This one was especially fun because it's basic, very much a jazz score. It's moody, um, sexy, fun, light, sometimes dark, sometimes really dark. It kind of has a a wide range of emotions within a very
2: uh, intimate intimate space, I'd say.
0: Up next are Julie Lynn and Bonnie Curtis, who are the producers of Raymond and Ray.
2: I actually think this is Rodrigo's best script
0: yet, which is saying a lot. We love the humanity of it. We love the transformation of the relationships. We love how authentic it is, and we love that it's funny. We just love it all the way around. Most of his work, it it tends to be more serious, very human, but more dramatic, and this had in the first read a lot of laughs that are much more like him, my experience of him, so that was really attractive to us. In finding uh, Raymond and Ray, and then discovering that you and McGregor and Ethan Hawke wanted to play the parts and had never worked together, we both were like, they've never worked together? Like, that needs to happen. This is my seventh time premiering a festival at TIFF, and I absolutely love the festival. But it's the first time coming with a distributor already on board, and having Apple TV Plus has been yes. amazing. It's changed the experience dramatically. And finally, rounding out our red carpet to talk about the film is writer and director Rodrigo Garcia.
1: Where do stories come from? It's very hard to say. You know, from some deep recess in your mind, I had the idea of one man burying his father with whom he didn't get along. That didn't really pan out until I thought it could be two half-brothers who did not like their father. And that that would create, you know, the conflict necessary to... Undress them, as it were. I mean, it's still one of the great places to open a movie. You know, it's a wonderful audience. It's uh, sophisticated, not pretentious. You know, they appreciate filmmakers and, and films of all stripes. So it's still great.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of Raymond and Ray talk about the film at their premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. The film will be initially released September 12th and will be available on Apple TV Plus for streaming October 21st. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts, and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.